It's about to go down with Mark and Kathy, a live coaching show about dropping ideas. Mark and Kathy coach and have conversations with brilliant idea creators who are reimagining the world through the expression of their words, thoughts, and actions. Hey, everybody. I am so excited to introduce It's About to Go Down. I'm Kathy Armias. And I am Mark Williams. And we would like to welcome and show to all of you the CEO of Billy. What's Billy? A digital insurance agency. But more importantly, the man behind it all, the man who's going to bring us an idea today, Miyasha Harmony Gutsa. And he is going to talk to us today about being the last line of defense in your life by preparing for when bad things happen. Ah, mm. mm. oh, Niasha, welcome to It's About to Go Down. Thank you for having me, Mark. Uh, pleasure to be on the show as well. Ah, oh, man, it's great. I remember, and I'm only going to make this quick Toastmasters reference. I remember meeting you many moons ago, and it is so awesome to be back here with you and to see all the amazing things that you're doing. With that said, can you tell everybody about this whole idea that we should be the last line of defense in our lives, that we should be preparing for when bad things happen? Tell us a little bit more about that idea and what even sparked and inspired this idea for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I don't think it's an idea per, per se. I think that maybe it's a refinement of things that we do today and maybe also part of being aware of uh, what you need to do to protect yourself. And, you know, this idea is really centered around understanding insurance because it is your last line of defense when those bad things do happen. And not having it means that you don't have a line of defense when those bad things happen. And the story around this really starts off with observations of my parents. I had a friend who died during COVID and it was really hard to repatriate his body back home. And I've seen uh, people who died during COVID, their families also going bankrupt because they didn't think that they needed such things as uh, life insurance or you know, uh, funeral policies to help uh, bury you uh, as well. Mm -hmm. Hence, uh, this idea of how do people manage their insurance uh, better? So it is their last line of uh, defense, whether you're a person or you're a business uh, as well. You know, you know, it's really interesting, Asha, like, I remember when we talked, you know, we had our kind of conversation before we got on the show. And I was like, when I first, when we were first talking about it, I was like, oh, I'm probably one of those people. I like, I want to avoid, I want to avoid insurance at all costs, right? Because <laughs> a lot of people, I think, feel like it's an expense that you pay forever. But I really, you really started, you know, the story of your friend actually really hit my heart, you know, mm -hmm. hearing about how, um, like all the, for all, because it was mostly friends that kind of pulled together, right, to help with the, the funeral costs and transporting his body back home and, and everything. And it really made me think about, uh, well, two things. It made me think about really the technical piece of like, you need to have a last line of defense because you don't know what's going to happen. But also kind of there was a community tie in there that was kind of cool too. So I just, you know, 
I'm I'm curious to um, if this were a real idea, right? Because you said at the beginning, it's kind of it's it's more of a I don't know maybe a statement than an idea. I don't know. What do you think? It's like more of like a it just is what it is. But if this were more of an idea, what would you what would you tell people to get to get people to actually to get through to people to to make them see that it really is it's just really critical. Like how would you hit their heart? Is that, I guess what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think uh, to start off on a lighter note, uh, I would ask those people to look at their parents and grandparents and even just uh, their last line of defense, which is insurance. Uh, how do they manage uh, this insurance? It, if you look at your grandparents and your parents, it's probably in a box. For for my parents, it's uh, in a box under my mom's uh, dresser, uh, right? Like her princess table. When she's putting makeup on, what she sits on under it are her life documents. Now, if something happened to them, how am I supposed to know that their last line of defense is in that box, for example, right? And how am I supposed to know what I'm covered against if it's in a piece of paper that is not even current with the policies that they're paying for today, mm. right? The insurance policy they got 20 years ago is most likely not the insurance policy that they're using today because it expired and something's probably uh, changed. So what if there was just one way for you to manage all your insurance, you know, in a very easy to use app, like everything for insurance, uh, that's the big bright idea. Um, and this thing can also educate you on, you know, what you're covered for where you're not covered for in a way that's not uh, as overwhelming. So you don't end up in a situation like uh, my friend Miguel, who died in a motorcycle mm -hmm. accident. So he might have had uh, motorcycle insurance um, and renter's insurance, but you know, because maybe of youth, you think you're not gonna die, but uh, when you do die, the burden is left to your family and friends to be your last line of defense. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of folks, um, people don't realize how expensive a casket is. It's like $5,000 to, mm -hmm. to get one. And that's just uh, the casket, you know, then there's the funeral itself and that can go as much as $25,000 um, or even a plot of flame to bury a person it can be $10,000 to to do so having insurance helps you and your loved ones you know in that time of need because if you don't have it you are relying on your friends to do a gofundme or mm -hmm. in this case uh you're going to have uh debts imposed on your family because you weren't prepared uh for that to happen but it's not just uh, situations like that it's also with things like your home and likely when you get a loan, for example, from a bank, they do force you to get uh, insurance, but just uh, think of everything that's around you. You've got a car, you have a house, you, you have uh, children, uh, you have a partner. Um, a lot of things that you have today need insurance and the insurance that you have lives in many different uh, places like folders, and what if there was just one place to get educated on, this is what you have, this is what you don't have, uh, press a button here and you can be covered for all these things. 
Niasha, I, 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 I would love to ask you to think about one word. And the one word that I'm going to share with you is a word that Kathy brought up not too long ago. And it's a word that you've said a number of times already. And I'm sorry to be so mysterious, but that's just the way I set things up, right? Um, Kathy said she probably was the type of person who wouldn't even deal with insurance, right? And Kathy's not alone. I, I was that way for a long time as well. And I think a lot of people are. And I think the word insurance is this trigger word Mm, that yeah. that gets people like antsy and oh I don't want to hear this I don't want to talk about this insurance yeah insurance right how do you get people to 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 buy into this idea and I and again I know you didn't call it an idea it's more of a restatement right but how do you get people to buy into the need to get insurance um, <laughs> without talking about the word first? Yeah, it's a really good uh, question. And I don't think I have uh, quite like a definite answer. What I've seen uh, that works uh, is mostly education around what you need to cover yourself uh, against. And the bad thing that happens in this world of insurance is insurance itself is associated with a bad event um, or it's associated with a major life purchase. You're buying a car, you're buying a home, uh, you're starting a business, you need uh, insurance, but insurance is just like associated with, if something bad happens, then you need to, to get this. I've mm -hmm. often wondered if you flip the narrative off if something bad to, you know, something good happens, you can use your insurance for X, Y, Z, right? As a way to maybe flip that. But I, I don't have concrete examples yet of how that would uh, work, but just it's an idea. Maybe there's a way to flip the narrative of, you know, good things happen and you need to get uh, insurance. Yeah, that would be really interesting, wouldn't it, Mark? I know I was I was waiting, Nyasha. I was like, oh, what what example is he gonna say? Like I was like, what what I mean, because I was trying to think of one that would be a positive one, but that would be well, let me ask you this too, because you know, Mark and I, what we what we do on the show mostly, right? We're coaching people on how they talk about their ideas or their work or whatever. Mm -hmm. So how, you know, let's say you're giving a TED talk on this tomorrow. Like how, how would you introduce this and how would you, how would you pull the commercialism out of it too? I think, I feel like it can feel very commercialized and you don't even need to do that at this point. You just need people to feel like, oh my gosh, I never really thought about how much, how comforting maybe insurance could, insurance could be, could be right. And then, <laughs> But I, like tying the word comfort to that might be cool too. Like, I don't know, putting some kind of feeling that makes you feel, anyway, I, what, what, what do you think about that, Nayasha? Yeah, I, I mean, if I were my own uh, uh, commercial uh, director, probably would be a Weston. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm a Weston. <laughs> I was thinking Ritz Carlton or something. I was thinking like Ritz Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, um, you know, insurance 
financial advisory associated with something that you trust. So maybe a, a old wise man or woman, you know, um, sort of figure of trust, maybe telling a story from a positive uh, angle of, you know, when I was this successful, like this is what happened to me. And I worked with that, uh, you know, these guys that had uh, the best insurance that helped uh, my business grow. Um, you know, and it could be that Western, you know, like gra grandma, grandpa telling their story and it's the Western times, but insurance remains constant, whether, you know, you're mm. 2050 or 1935, like mm. it's, you still have insurance or, you know, 1700, you still have insurance. Yeah. I mean, Mark, even in a bad situation, right? Like, it on, a bad situation only gets worse when you pile on other bad things on top of it, right? So in the case with your friend, like it, what a, what a bad distraction to have to like raise money to do something that there could have been an insurance policy for. And then, you know, you can, you can get the, you know, so the silver lining in a bad situation can always be that that's taken care of. You don't have to worry about that at all, you know? I don't know. That's that's the most positive I could come up with right now, is that I just I just imagine a family like trying to deal with a loved one, a super unexpected passing mm. or something that's happening. Or did, what about what about a case where somebody's like, you know, there's some kind of disability that is now in put into place, and insurance will help make the transition so much better and easier, and they'll have access to things that they would not have had access to had they not had insurance. Yeah, and uh, Affleck did a really good job, I think, of uh, of that because they sell you uh, uh, disability insurance before you get disabled, uh, yeah. right? Yep. <laughs> and they ask you to add more money per per paycheck. But what most people don't realize is, you know, yes, you are covered with uh, your employer through something called workers' comp but only for a certain uh, period of uh, time, varies from state to state. And then your uh, workers' comp only takes like 60% of your paycheck for a certain period of time, and then you're on your own. So things like Aflac and the way they, you know, have the duck, which is kind of like positive in Aflac. a way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but, but that is the concept. Uh, I think maybe that you're pointing to uh, show them the value before they need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if, if we're going to get on this whole commercial thing for a second, I think of the duck. <laughs> I, I think of the gecko. Yeah. Yeah. I think of what's his name from State Farm and in, in, oh. in the in the red shirt. Jake. Yeah. Jake. Yeah. And then progressive and, has flow, and then yes. Uh, what's the guy from Twenty Four though? That's Farmers Insurance, isn't it? Farmers. What's his yeah. name? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. I know what you're talking about. Dennis, Dennis Haber. Dennis Dennis Haysburg is who it is. The other guy. He's like the spokesperson with the great voice. Anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> here's what's interesting to me. And I never thought about that until we just said it. All of those are insurance companies, right? Yeah. And I never, I can't speak for the rest of the world. I never watch those commercials and think about bad things happening. Even though 
That's what insurance they- is for bad things happening. Somehow they've gotten their audience to think about something else first in order to get them to pull in. But let me, right. do, let me here's where the challenge I think that yes. has. Here's a bigger challenge to that, to even with those companies. The big step two is going, oh, when I realize I need insurance, then I need to pick an insurance company. And so I want to get the one that's top of mind. Step one is realizing I need insurance. Like it's like really buying into the whole. And I think that's where Nyash is at. Am I right, Nyasha? It's more like you're at the you're at the before level. You're not at the level where like, oh, somebody, because I think there's two types of people, right? There's somebody that's entering into the state of like, oh, I definitely know I need insurance. I just bought a new car or I'm starting a new business and I know I need to get a certain type of insurance or I'm renting a building. I need to get some kind of insurance. And then there's the other people that might, there's, which is probably a bigger percentage of people that might be lacking in all kinds of insurance. That's that's just my thought. Yeah, so uh, you're spot on there. Um, a large mm-hmm. swath of people have insurance for some of the things that they need. And some of those things you only get insurance because you're required to, like car insurance mm-hmm. yeah. or yeah. Uh, uh, your home insurance. So if you borrow money Health from insurance. anybody, <laughs> <laughs> right, the government requires you to have it, but they impose it on on the employer and if you're not working i think there are other ways of uh, doing that uh so so yeah so it's it's this uh, broader topic of uh the ability for a person to know what they have in one place because right now it's like you have auto insurance in one place uh maybe in your in your glove compartment house insurance maybe it's with a title deed somewhere um you know, health insurance with your employer, um, your life insurance, who knows? Like, do you have it? You don't, uh, you know, uh, do you have a personal umbrella if somebody comes in your house and slips for, for example, right, and sues you, uh, you, you don't have anything for, for that. So what I've seen is trends uh, such that they exist in both personal lives and also in, in business lives. So Persons of color, for example, tend to be the most underinsured. You may have the, the insurance, but the coverage that you have doesn't meet, um, you know, normal things that may happen. Car accidents are, are common, for example, Hispanics and black people, and they just have minimum coverage because they thought that's what they need. And you run into someone's Bentley or Rolls Royce and that could be a bankrupting event, mm. uh, right? B- because you just were not aware uh, of, uh, you know, what you need. Um, or in even in health insurance, some people don't understand fully what their uh, health insurance can and can't do. Maybe you have the type of health, in- health insurance that just covers the basics. You break your leg and you're on your own uh, after that with so much bills too. And some people just don't have insurance at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so here's what I'm thinking. Um, the whole idea of insurance for me is about relieving stress, right? For when these bad things happen. Right. So I'm going to give you two scenarios that that come to mind. 
right? I lost my mother many years ago. And I remember after losing my mom, there came that point where we had to think about insurance and 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 funeral and everything like that. And I got to tell you, I, I never really paid attention to, uh, I don't even remember what company it was. They used to, they used to use Snoopy as, a, as their, uh, mm. oh, I think it was MetLife. I think it was MetLife. MetLife. Yeah, it was MetLife. Um, thankfully she had that right because that 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 caused less stress in a very stressful moment right fast forward many many years ago later now i'm the parent i'm in the car with my son and somebody backs out of a spot and hits our car Mm. i won't go through all the details but i will tell you this because i had insurance Mm-hmm. I didn't have to worry about all the money that would have come out of my pocket to fix all of this. It was actually covered. Um, and I think that's one of those things that oof, gives a little sigh of relief. Yeah. And, and Kathy, you were talking about feelings and emotions earlier, right? Mm-hmm. How about tackling this issue around that feeling of, of relief when bad things happen? Um, to make a stressful situation less stressful, if such a thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like like that approach uh, quite a lot. Um, I wonder how how would it work in scenarios that are more like uh, tying it from people dying to, you know, things that are happening today? So one other reason why I mentioned this is we are all using cell phones, a lot of apps, and we read in the news a lot of times that, oh, uh, Russia hacked Ukraine and such and such a company got uh, hacked. And you know these are becoming more prevalent. It's not just businesses that are mm. um, experiencing this, but also our people and what people may not understand is that when you do get hacked, it's a stressful situation. It's not Mm -hmm. as simple as I'm going to swipe my card and get my information back. Uh, You have to go buy cryptocurrency in most cases and the ransom price that you're being asked for, they know you don't have the money um, and only things like cyber insurance are what can help you pay for the ransom um, itself that they have to pay. So I, I wonder if folks that are younger are also able to, you know, understand that message that Mark was saying. Like, how do we make the situation less stressful in whatever uh, you know insurance product it is that you're trying to buy? Can I just have a like a, a moment, a punch in the face moment, Mark? Have you ever even heard of cyber insurance? Like, I didn't even know that was a thing. Like, I'm. I'm dying right now. I'm like, oh my God. Like, so to even know that, like when we think of insurance, we just think, oh, car and health and life. Mm -hmm. And then there's other types of insurances that just weren't, probably weren't around 20 years ago. Right, Nyasha? Like this has got to be in the last 20 years. Yeah, I would would say that is probably the um, most uh, critical attack that nobody is talking about because there is a cyber attack that happens every 30 seconds in the business world right there 
there is uh, at least one company that's getting hacked every uh, 30 seconds. The thing about uh, uh, cyber and ransomware is that it's asymmetrical, um, right? So a lot of these attacks are not just uh, people in their basements that are hacking you, but these are state-sponsored criminals that are stealing your information, uh, right? They're harbored by these nations. Um, some are trained with the military. So for example, in North Korea, they uh, have a big uh, cyber operation that just steals uh, money, uh, right? And uh, helps fund their operations as a government too. So you're, wow. you, you uh, only have to uh, get things, uh, you know, you have to get things right 100% of the time. They just have to get it right once um, to cause you so much pain. Jeez. What, what, wow. a, what, a, what, a, what a way to think about it, right? They only have to get it right once. You have to get everything right. Like you, wow. you have to be like 100% to keep it, to keep everything safe. Wow, that's... That's wild. Right. Well, and so, is... no, go ahead, man. And so, yeah. And so, insurance kind of becomes your last line of uh, defense because if you call the FBI, they'll be like, we, we don't pay uh, ransomware as a policy. <laughs> <laughs> You're kind of on your own. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, funny enough, actually, I just, there's a local restaurant chain in Portland that was started by like two brothers and one day I was supposed to meet some friends there and they had to close down because their whole system got attacked and it was ran it was ransomware. And so I was like, wow. So people actually have to like negotiate and pay ransom. Uh, wow. That's that just wow. blows my mind. We should have led with this y'all just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we still can educate, uh, you still can educate people around it. Uh, to me, it's really fascinating because people uh, think that it's not going to happen to them because they are yeah. safe until you get yeah. this weird screen, uh, you know, with uh, broken English. <laughs> that's yeah. just like uh, telling you, like, we got you, uh, <laughs> right? And you try to log on other devices and, you know, say, same story. Like, just imagine you being locked out of your own uh, Gmail and social accounts as an example, right? Or um, I think like the most simplest one might be, you think you paid your bill to your landlord, but there was a person in between who uh, basically inserted themselves as the similar portal like them and you just wired them, you know, your money for your rent and your landlord comes to you and it's like, I didn't get the money. And you're like, what? Insane. That, insane. that happens? That happens? happens every day. Every 30 seconds, right? <laughs> it's happening. Yeah. Every 30 seconds, uh, there's a hacked. business in the US that's getting uh, hacked. Wow. Yeah. So it's not a matter of uh, if, it's when. Mm. Because yeah, it, it is going this. to happen to all of us at some point. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm glad, and yet I'm not glad you said that. <laughs> because at first you said that, you know, cyber attacks happen every 30 seconds. And, and a lot of the examples that came up were businesses. 
But then when you gave the example of imagine being locked out of your Gmail account, Mm -hmm. or imagine you thought you paid your rent Mm -hmm. or your bill, but you were actually funneling money into a a, a man in the middle, classic man in the middle attack. That's that's personal, Mark, right? That's what you're talking that, about. That's right? per- <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I think that's how this idea explodes on a whole nother level. Like this is not just about big businesses and small businesses. This is about individuals who can be hacked by this. And, and what are we doing to now be the last line of defense against this type of ransomware? Ransomware. If I'm, if I'm speaking the right language. Yeah. Identity theft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's uh, ransomware, there's uh, identity theft. Uh, you know, in, in my world, they call it uh, ransomware as a service, RAS. Um, there, there is actually a company uh, that is like Amazon. You go on there and you can order uh, certain types of hackers. You know, like they've, they've made this into such a machine. All right. So, you can have somebody develop uh, <laughs> an attack uh, for you, and you pay, you know, per thousands of people that have uh, been hacked. Just like a software company, software as a service, wow. SAAS. Yeah. There's a uh, ransom as a service, uh, right? So it's like a subscription service for uh, hackers to go onto, and people have different sorts of infrastructure that you need to go and attack. Uh, you know. A, any kind of business that you want or uh, people too. And I think if you watch a lot of, uh, you know, uh, some of these uh, crime shows that are true on Netflix, there was one of the guy who would hack women, especially like uh, girls who are like in high school, early college, and get this uh, compromising uh, photos of them and post them on a website to, you know, shame them. So, if this was happening, you know, seven years ago, uh, imagine now, like the amount of information that's out there, and a person getting a hold of your Facebook, Instagram, Gmail. Uh, it's like it's like information in, uh, insurance, right? And I and I understand the level of like my mom just recently. Uh, my mom lives in like the Phoenix area and she came up to Portland and she act- she lost her phone at, at a grocery store and nobody mm-hmm. turned it in. She couldn't get into any of her accounts. Every- she did everything from the phone and then everything wanted a two-step verification. So when she was trying to get into her email, it like from another device, it was like, oh no, you have to verify. And so then, and that wasn't even an attack. Like it was, so I, I totally get this level of like, oh, like that was just a, that was just like the system being complex. Okay, so Mark, I don't know what you're thinking, but like that's such a hot new, like I think like if you were talking about this, Nyasha, like I would lead with that. First of all, I would, I think I would lead with like, cause you also don't want people to feel like all you're doing is trying to be like scare them. It's more like a interesting information like did you know the things that are like actually happening right now and how you blew my mind when you told me how orchestrated it was too yeah. got some kids sitting in his underwear like in the basement like going i'm really good at you know computers like i can hack i figured out a way to hack into some systems it's like countries that have intelligence and 
they're choosing it's like insane my mind is blown so much right now i know and 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 did i hear this correctly that like if i'm a hacker i can go to like not amazon but basically an amazon type of and like right ransom as a service <laughs> yeah. what i know yeah you exactly. can yeah so yeah you can uh, start up your own uh ransomware company uh mark services <laughs> just go Mark's, online Mark's brass, brass service strike kathy i just want to say i love what you yeah. what you said it's almost like a, a did you know approach yeah exactly that's exactly what i was getting at more like the did you know because this is kind of interesting did you know and I think Nayasha, sometimes when you're in a in an industry or you're in an ecosystem that other people aren't in as often as you, like you, 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 you recognize that some of us only touch insurance when we have to or need to or whatever. But when you're this close to something, like you know way more than everybody else. You know this information that we would never ever even know or think about. So I think it starting with like an interesting, like, did you know? Did you like when I say insurance, what do you think? I could see you in a room like asking people <laughs> and I could see the answers being like, oh, car, life, health. And then you're Aflac. like, uh, yeah, and people yeah. might say brand, Aflac. <laughs> <laughs> but would somebody say cyber, ransomware? Like, would anybody say that, right? And I don't think so. And so I think that would be like a really cool place to start. And if you were giving a TED talk, I think I would have you start right there in a, I would have you start in a story that started off with that. You know? Yeah, I, I, I like that uh, feedback and uh, approach. Um, what I learned too is uh, it, lawyers and accountants are the most hacked in, in that group, oh, really? right? Mm -hmm. And then construction companies are after uh, that so you would think that your lawyer and your accountant are the most uh, safe, but they they aren't. Those are the ones that are heavily exposed to um, and susceptible to hacking. Um, and then, uh, yeah. Why is that? Why is that? They hold a lot of sensitive information, most yeah. likely to pay. Yeah. To and and then they have uh, the oldest, uh, you know. Uh, system. So they're they're <laughs> transmitting documents around, you yeah. know, via via email. Most of the emails are not encrypted either way. So somebody has access to either party's uh, email, it, it's game over from from there. Uh, so imagine being uh, in a lawsuit and somebody finds out what's happening, you know, and then they could say, "I'm going to expose this information to the press or the the public as well." And it it's not as simple as just saying I paid them, you know, when when you get hacked, if you're a business, you are required by law to notify anybody who was in that system. So if you are a, a lawyer, you have to notify all your customers, you have to get them uh, credit reporting as well. And then you have to hire um, this uh, uh, specialist we have to come and basically look at every single system to make sure that the code or any malicious uh, software was not left on your systems because a lot of these people will attack you and leave code behind so they can come back in the mm -hmm. in the future uh, and hurt you in in 
different ways uh, as well. So it's uh, the cost of doing the negotiation, which you have to hire a ransomware negotiator, good career uh, perspective for your future audience, for people who are looking for good work that pays really well. In my opinion, <laughs> ransomware negotiators. Um, up there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and then you're having to then, pay all these other things that come up, right, Nasha? So you're having to pay yeah. to like make sure that there's no leftover code. You're paying for ever, anybody and all the credit reporting. If somebody like pushes back on you and says, "Okay, you exposed my information," and right, and then that yeah. opens you up to a whole bunch of lawsuits. Exactly, and I'll give a, an example that people know really well. The there's the oil pipeline that got hacked uh, earlier this year, right? Mm -hmm. So the significance around it is imagine some people wherever in the world they were saying that they're gonna shut down the largest pipeline in the US that transports oil whenever they want to. Um, you saw how oil prices went up, like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, when that happened, mm -hmm. we paid the ransom you know, for for us to get access back to that uh, infrastructure, right? Now, fast forward a few months later, there was a water plant in Florida, uh, right? And luckily somebody caught it, but some hacker had figured out, well, like I can uh, uh, increase or decrease the amount of uh, chlorine and treatments that are going into the water. Now that wow. impacts you. Uh, the wow. consumer in, in the end, right? Or your electrical uh, infrastructure, right? So if, so it's, if a country decides that they wanna go into the electrical grid, they could turn lights on and off just to let you know like we're, we're here. And the US did it in Iran, for example, with the nuclear power plants. Like we let them know we're there by increasing and decreasing the temperatures of their nuclear reactors, right? So this is how asymmetrical cyber attacks uh, can be um, and why people need to take it seriously, not just businesses, but, you know, personally uh, as well, because for them, you know, you could have two-factor authentication, but I can tell you how you can get past uh, that. And, you know, if they get into your bank account, I can move money via Zelly, you know, or wire it to myself uh, before you know it. By the time you get to it, because the money is gone, there's nothing you can do mm. about it. Everything you just said blew my mind, scared my mind. <laughs> it's got me thinking about what I need to do next. Um, and it also inspired this visual in my head as you were talking, right? You, you, you kind of just see this image of this, this pipeline, but then it's like, not just six degrees, but maybe 600 degrees of separation mm. to every person possible on the planet. Like you got touched. You could possibly be affected. Your Zelle account could possibly be affected because of this random thing that you never thought was connected to you. Forget money. <laughs> Chlorine in your water? Like what? I, I was like, what? That's insane. Yeah. That is like, you could poison an entire city. Like what, I mean, state, whatever, like crazy. That's like, 
Yeah, that's 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 the kind of thing we think only happens in movies, right? Well, so I know. Good, I was just thinking right? that. I was just thinking that, like, happens I'm in a, a big, movie where. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big Spider-Man fan, you know. Um, and 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 I don't. I know there was one of the movies where one of the villains was going to try to put something in the water, and everybody was going to drink it, and they were all going to turn. And it's like you watch that, and it's like, ah, that's just some silly make-believe movie. But what you just said is. This is six degrees of, of, of ransomware where like, wow, we can all be affected. Yeah, and for me, it's hit home. Uh, I guess uh, I started paying more attention to this when Sony released that movie about North Korea, uh, right? And uh, then Sony Pictures and North Korea was basically saying like, well, like we, we can also retaliate if you don't want to uh, pull this movie away. But what most people also don't realize is around the same time, somebody said something around the effect of, uh, uh, like, they say something derogatory to the state of Iran. That person runs casinos in Las Vegas and the state of Iran uh, basically disabled uh, Las Vegas casinos um, around that uh, period. And President Barack Obama uh, said that, you know, he will not stand for it. So the retaliation was, you know, the hack of their nuclear uh, power facilities. And I guess like states have, you know, uh, that as kind of like their insurance policy against uh, bad actors. But it seems as if things accelerated from those uh, incidents where you started seeing a ramp up in attacks to really small businesses, the backbone of America, where they were not prepared for such things to happen, such as your friend who had to close their pizza store. Like pizza stores have nothing to do with, you know, a lot off the internet, but they do have a footprint on the internet and they got hacked. And it, most likely they probably didn't have cyber insurance coverage that helps cover the cleanup of uh, you know, this mess. And for a lot of these uh, you know, uh, businesses that are you know, small to medium, which account for like 90 something percent of all businesses in the US, it just takes one incident like that for a company to close its doors, people lose their jobs, um, all because you weren't covered with uh, cyber insurance. Wow, my mind blowing. I I absolutely think that there is a great there's a great way to talk about this that would be so like emotionally informative because the kind of the emotions you feel when you hear something like this, um, it would almost be like a very educational, informative talk, right? Like we just learned, Mark and I just learned so much right now. And I oh actually, my brain is spinning. I feel tired. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think I, again, I'm going to go back to like, you know, I'm going to go back to like, like you giving a, a talk on this. Like I, I could see you too, if, if it wasn't a TED talk, because in a TED talk, you wouldn't really talk to the audience, but anytime that, uh, you would be talking about this like if you were talking to a big group of people i could see you being like what do you think insurance is and what is it for and see like try to engage and see what people think and go but have, have you ever thought about and i like mark what you said about you kind of brought up the degrees of separation 
it really means everybody's really only two degrees away from everything. It's not six anymore. It's like two because somebody could be hacking into your accountant's system or, you know, and that's only the second degree and anybody could be attacking somebody else that has your information. Now that I actually think about it, Nyasha, if I go back into my, if I go back into my like emails, there's plenty. We all have gotten emails from a company that's saying that their information has been compromised. And then you just believe you're like, you know, they're like, oh, we did everything. Like we took care of it, but we just, we had to notify everybody. And, and then you don't even think anything of it. You're just like, oh, okay, cool. Ooh, I, that scares me now. Now I'm going to, now I'm going to be that person that wants to know more. So anyway, I just think it would be, it's a great place to, that is a really good way to, I think this would be a good in to talk about it. It's new, it's fresh information in the insurance world and in an industry that's been around forever, right? Yeah. So come in and be like, what do you think about it? And how does the industry, you could even take it from a position of how an industry that seems like it could have no evolution can evolve so quickly. Because really in the past, there was no really evolution, I'm sure, not much, right? You're paying Correct. money for something when you don't, when something, when something occurs, right? And now it's like evolved. It's like everything that we have is a digital footprint and it's out there. And so now you're having to pay somebody ransom. Like what? <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I can't even stop on that mark. I'm just like, my mind is blown, but, <laughs> but I think that would be like a, yeah, your mind's blown too. Yeah, I, and and now you got me thinking. Now you got me thinking. What do I do? Right. What do I do? Right. Yeah. You you, yeah. you, just, you just got me to think about. Don't have to tell what me what to do. It's like I'm 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 want to know. <laughs> yeah. Tell, what what do we do? Because I think that's the case. And and just before you say that, I just want to outline what Kathy really set up. How do you define insurance? and listen to all the different things and then blow people's minds with the one thing that they're not thinking about. And then the shit, all of these, did you know things? You said earlier, I didn't have stories for like the, the good side of insurance, but you surely have so many different examples of how this, the, the evolution of this has really evolved and, and, and so many different things. And then they get into, and you said this early, Kathy, I don't know if you caught it, when Niasha said, I started paying attention to this when, and I love adding that piece in because it just shows, right, how you're personally connected to it and how you got involved in this whole, you know, let's say fight against, I, you know, I guess we'll call it, and then getting into this whole, and Kathy, I love you, you your brain is genius, not six <laughs> degrees, two degrees of separation from all of this. Right. So as you go through all of that, now you set me up. Now, not only am I paying attention to the email that said, you know, it may have been compromised. And now I'm like, wait, what? What did what you do? do? Did you pay? Yeah. What do I do <laughs> now? Do do? Yeah. Give me the answer. The answer. Yeah. Give me the answer. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'll start off from the personal side. And this is more speaking towards uh, my, my generation. I know that we think that youth is... Uh, you know, we're going to be young forever. But if you've learned anything through COVID, you know, uh, death can come at any uh, point. So at least get life insurance. So your loved ones and your friends are not left in a very 
compromising place. It's really cheap. And if you rent, uh, you should definitely get renter's insurance. So it covers the contents of your uh, apartment that you're renting or in the event that let's say you knock a candle and it uh, burns the apartment, mm -hmm. you're not responsible um, because the landlord is going to come after you, uh, right? Uh, because uh, some, of, some of that is not actually covered in their uh, policy as well. So they'll come after you for damages uh, in their apartment as well. All right, hold on, hold on for a second. Mm. Kathy, I don't know about you, but for me, that was like the State Farm answer and that was the Geico answer, yeah. right? I want to hear about, you just told me I'm two degrees from having <laughs> chlorine in my water. Yeah. I'm two degrees yes. of my Zell account going to zero. Yeah. What do I do about that? Yeah. How do I protect myself from that? Yeah, so I can only speak to that from the business uh, perspective. If you own or operate a small business, there's a couple of ways to protect yourself. First, you need to get uh, cyber insurance, but it's not just uh, any uh, cyber insurance coverage that you're going to get. So it varies from carrier to carrier, but you at least want a policy that will help you pay for uh, the, the ransom itself. And I'll tell you why, because they differ from the uh, official uh, stance of the FBI and the government. The government does not want you to pay ransom to criminals. And I completely agree with that. But what if the ransom actor says, I'm going to expose an email or your account list or financial information or sensitive information to your own competitors? or to the public, right? Um, it's things that can damage your business and it's going to cost you a lot more to get up and running or go out of business as Kathy's uh, friends uh, as well. So you're better off uh, paying the ransom and working with uh, ransomware uh, negotiators. On the personal side, I don't know many carriers that offer, you know, like personal cyber uh, insurance policies. I can do more research and come back to to you on that, and you can tell the audience in the in the future. But what I do know are, uh, you know, adding uh, additional layers of security for your bank account, uh, your phone, for example. Mm. Never respond to a person who says, hey, can you send me like a phone code? I lost access to uh, Facebook or Instagram. It's actually a person who's trying to access your own account and they just have access to your email, for example, right? And that uh, two-factor authentication of like, hey, like this code has been sent to your phone. They're actually just telling you to tell them. So that's one easy way of uh, getting hacked, even if you have two-factor authentication. Just uh, like be aware of uh, uh, those those kinds of things, and on your bank account, always add like uh, additional layers, not just like a password. Um, put something else that you know makes it harder for you to enter, but also you know stops money from uh, being moved. It prevents that situation where your phone gets stolen or lost. Somebody gets access to it; they don't just get into your account and start moving money, uh, even with your Venmo uh, as well, right? Yeah. Right? Like if somebody got your phone, your Venmo is literally just on it. Like yeah. 
it's, it's like I can now Venmo myself. Yeah. Somebody gets into my phone, Mark, they could be sending themselves Venmo, you know, they just Venmo gotcha. themselves, like, you know, money through Venmo. Kathy, do you ever get, do you ever get, because I, because I'll be the first to admit this, like, you know, now you're, you know, your banks have apps and things like that, and they'll give you an opportunity to do those extra layers, right? Like, I, like, I, I've seen it where, you know, they may ask for a, a thumbprint or a fingerprint, and I'm like, ah, remind me later, ah, remind me later, <laughs> and now I'm like, no, do now it Now you're now. like, oh my gosh, I gotta go to my bank and like, you know, well, the funny thing too, think about this, Nayasha, just, I would, if I were you, this is one of the things I would do. I would look at little, all the little, little nuances that are in, in the industry thing, even beyond the cyber stuff. Right. But here's a little, another little nuance. I use Chase as my bank and they have, they have a lot of security set up. It's usually a pain in the butt to get into it, even for my own phone and like, like it, they're randomly sending me other codes and stuff sometimes even though I've already used like it's just a, it's kind of more of a pain but I never thought about the fact that Venmo is wide open on my phone so if you if you just got into my phone Venmo is complete all you have to do is go to the app and then start sending money and you're accessing exactly. my you're accessing my account my bank account because that's going to, so it's just kind of like a little pinhole to a bank account so Nayasha I feel like if you found all these little nuances and were like, oh, you think your bank is super secure? Awesome. How secure is your Venmo? <laughs> yeah. Can, can yeah. I you hand me your phone? Can I get into your Venmo? <laughs> like, <Yeah. what? laughs> That's good. You know, I, want, I, I just wanted to add to this. You said earlier, I don't know if I have too many examples on a personal level, on a business level, but, but this phrase of just add one more layer or add one more yeah. layer of security, yeah, yeah, yeah. then becomes something that I, on a very individual level, can do. Do right, right away, yeah. Right. And it may not change the world in one instant, oh. but it's one thing that I can do to help. Go ahead, right. Kathy, go ahead. I'm throwing it right oh, at you, go ahead. I just have to, such a good idea from that, Mark. The whole talk could be, that could be the, that could be the idea. Add one more layer. Because then it's like twofold. There's a piece where it's where it's just the individual, like add another layer of security. And Nayasha, you already like I, I was writing down some of the things you just said, like you know, add, add these other little layers. That there's things that insurance agents don't even deal with, like add another layer, add another, you know, password, add a fingerprint, you know. But then there's also the actual, and if you want to talk about the layers, add one more layer of insurance. That's kind of where you come in, right? Correct. So the big idea is add one more layer the and then there's kind of two components to it there's adding one more layer on things you could do immediately and if people trust you like that's the thing like if you're the person that if your company has given me information on something i never thought about it's that's like immediate trust you know i don't know i love that mark i love to add one more layer because you can use it on both sides the actual like here's some things yes. i could do to add another layer and then also the like, oh, I got to think about all these other things like renter's insurance in case I knock over a candle. And I didn't think about the fact that the building owner might not have complete insurance and never thought about that. I was only thinking about renter's insurance being for things that were damaged in my own house. I didn't think yeah, I you could get sued for things you, yeah, if you burn down someone's property, 
and cheerful. No, that makes yeah. sense, right? Like, like you hear it and you're like, yep, actually, that totally makes sense. <laughs> and it happens, uh, it happens a lot because uh, this is why renters insurance is uh, big, right? Like uh, this uh, big carriers like uh, State Farm, uh, they sell a lot of renters insurance, not to make more money, but uh, it's because it's a product that they've seen. There are losses in there. Um, right, that they deal with uh, on a daily basis uh, for some of them. Um, so it's it, it does happen. Nayasha, you need a you need a bunch of you need a bunch of you need to come up with a bunch of stories. Um, <laughs> you really do because you just made me think about. I have a friend that owns a business. Get this, like listen to this story. Uh, he owns a business that is literally just the call center. And he did, he did a very specific niche. It's for apartments only, like apartment complexes, right? So when their office closes from the times that they're not open, he started a service that just does the answering stuff. So if somebody called at two o'clock in the morning, they might take a call and be like, oh, the pipes burst in our, in our house. And then they'll be the ones that will contact the right people, right? Somebody in one of the apartments fell asleep. They were holding a cigarette. They fell asleep. They burned a huge portion of the of the of the apartment building, but the person also died, unfortunately. Mm. Now they have like they have all the layers, Mark, in place. Like when you mm. call, they're like, if there's an emergency, like you hear it on the answering thing, right? If there's an emergency, hang up, dial 911. By the time they get to somebody, you should have had enough insurance layers of like things. He still got sued. Everybody else got sued. You would think that the that there would be a whole line of people getting sued, and there were, right? But he also got sued and had to settle on something that should have never been the responsibility of his company wow. ever, because wow. they're not nine one one. They don't even own the building. They they literally just take calls and move them. And they were like, well, you if you would have um you know if you would have alerted 911 faster maybe the person wouldn't have died or like what i don't know the details of like what they were saying but like anyway nayasha like i really feel like you could be in a really golden state if you can <laughs> if you can come up with these little things that pe like the did you knows the yeah you know that's a perfect example of why people need umbrella insurance Oh, right. Cause that's just a, it's a, that's like a random, right. It's just kind of like a, it's not a specific thing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. In, in that case, but I love your idea of uh, having, you know, different stories to help people connect with uh, why they need extra layers. Yeah. And you know, the, the, the and I was going to say the magic of, of so many stories is depending on who you speak to, you know which story to pull um, to relate more to that particular person. And then every time you talk about it, you could, I always love the idea of switching out one story and, you know, that just kind of keep it fresh um, for you as well. So, yeah, I love the idea as well of gathering as many stories as possible. Yeah. And I want to add one more layer that I think is really important. I just, I think people get burned, Nyasha, like from, I think when a lot of people, for instance, if I say used car salesman, what do you guys think? What's your what's your first reaction? Thief and crook. Right? <laughs> <laughs> if 
I see pharmaceutical company, what do you think? Right. And then, and then I think a lot of people think the same thing. If you say insurance company, right. Insurance. And, yeah, insurance. Insurance. and so I, I think that, um, I think one of the things that you should tackle Mariasha is like, is that like, like, I, I know you a little bit and, and I could tell like you're you're the kind of person that wants to do good in the world. Like you you are doing this for the good reasons. You're not doing this for the bad reasons. And and I feel that, but I think a lot of people get they feel burned by the whole industry. And so why don't you just tackle that right away too? Be like, look, I would never even want you to buy insurance for me or anything. Like I just want, I just want you to have. Oh, you said it at the beginning. I wrote it down, Ashley. You said awareness. Like you mentioned that at the very beginning. You were like, wow, it all starts with awareness. And I think that's what your whole, anytime you talk to anybody on any any level, whether it's one-on-one or it's in a group or it's in a big talk, I think you should start with, uh, start there. Let's just play the awareness game. I'm going to say something and let's see how much you know about this. Because <laughs> Mark and I would have failed. If we played a game, Mark... <laughs> Maybe we'd get yes. one out of 10 or something, you know? Yes. So I don't know. What do you think, Mark? Um, I think it makes so much sense because it goes back to why we were joking about whispering the word insurance and that the word insurance just triggers so much in people that that it blocks us from listening. And so I, I, I do agree that you've got to get people, if, if whether you want them to be aware whether you want them to add one more layer, whether you want them to buy insurance from you or anybody else, we have to be able to, to, to somehow dismantle that block, that mental and emotional block that people have with insurance. So that I don't think that you're a crook and you're a thief trying to sell me some policy that I don't even need because nothing's ever gonna happen to me. Hold up, wait a minute. Example number one, story number two, <laughs> two degrees, two yeah. degrees. It, Check yourself yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I, you know, just, I never thought that this conversation would get me into this space, like where we would end. And I would, I know that my mind's changed a lot about insurance and just even the, even the array of what's out there now that of possibilities that could go wrong. Um, Nayasha, I'm, I'm curious, like in our conversation, what's changed in your mind? Cause you already knew about the insurance stuff. <laughs> How has the idea yeah. changed in your mind? And we started and was it, you were like, it's not really even an idea. It's just, it's just, it just is. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, what's uh, changed is just the approach of how to talk about insurance to people in, in a way that they can relate, you know, and those uh, two degrees of uh, separation. So telling mm -hmm. stories that are maybe pertinent to uh, that particular person, right? So telling, in, in my case, uh, stories of um, how other contractors have been hacked to contractors who think that I don't work on the internet and it would never happen to me, you know, but, you know, they, they have to get it right 100% of the time and the hackers just need to do it once yeah, that, was <laughs> another, like, uh, that was another <laughs> interesting visit, piece of information yeah 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 and to a normal person like uh you know you're a me that yeah like you just need to you know there are things that you can do yourself uh to add that 
layer of uh, protection. So changing a password, for example, because the password you have uh, in college is for sale online. And I could probably oh. go on dark web and show you, right? <laughs> oh. yeah, there's so many like, you got so many lines. That's what I'm saying. Like you need to, you need to sit down, Ayesha, and like write them down. Like some of them are just little lines. If you think here's a here's one, I'll give you a free one from me, right? If you think your bank yeah. account is super secure, how secure is your Venmo? Like, that is the through way to you. It's like you have all these great one-liners. Your college password is online for sale right now. <laughs> Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> oh, that is so wow. wild because most of yeah. Anyway, okay, I, I I'll I'll put a stop to that because I think we could just beat that to, you know forever and that thing of like there's so much there. But I'm super glad I could totally see if you ever are in a space where you're doing this in person, I would play games the whole time, meaning like questions answered, like like I would ask people like like you have interesting things like. What's the, what do you think the number one profession is that number one and two that get hacked? What are two major professions that get hacked that the top two that get hacked? I mean, people are going to say banks. <laughs> people are going to think lawyers and, you know, maybe somebody will come up with a lawyer, but I don't know. Nobody will come up with construction workers. Nobody will come up with construction <laughs> workers. And definitely yeah. not the water department. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anybody will think that. Or the state. So. Or the state, yeah, it's actually the state, right? So, yeah. Anyway, um, I'm really happy to hear that this conversation has got you further along of thinking about just how you could talk to it. And and I think Mark gave you a beautiful gift too of the just one more layer, like add another layer. Like I love that. I think that's a, I think that was a kind of a reframe of what we started with, and I think it's beautiful. But um, Nyasha, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you and kind of find out what you and Billy does and like, what's like, like they just, they wanted to get into your brain a little bit more and find out about all this. What, where would they reach you? Yeah. So you could go to our website, Billy for insurance, uh, Billy with the F O R not the number four. So Billy for insurance, uh, com. You can, uh, text us, uh, 24 hours a day. You can also chat with us there, uh, 24 hours uh, a day. You can also email us, uh, you can uh, find me on uh, uh, LinkedIn. So uh, it's just Nyasha uh, Gutsa at uh, LinkedIn or Billy at uh, LinkedIn as as well. Wow, that's awesome. By the way, I think that's the best. I think that's the best URL I've heard in a long time. Billy for insurance. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, so awesome and easy. I love that. I know, right? It's like, because Billy.com has probably been gone for 34 years. And so like, I, anyway. Um, Awesome. Well, anybody watching out there, I hope you've enjoyed this conversation. I think the thing I'm going to wrap up and say, and Mark, I'd love for you to say one little line because I just wanted to say, this has been like a new, this has been like a different talk for us because this felt like part of it was like kind of commercialized because it's something there's like a, there's like an actual thing that's being sold there. But I really loved what ended up coming out of this. And anyway, I, I just, I love thinking about insurance in a different way. And so Mark, how about you? After we're done. I'm going to turn on my phone and I'm going to add one more layer mm. to my bank account. <laughs> and let me tell you something, Mr. Billy for insurance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if every time you spoke to a group of people, 
and at least one person walked out of that room adding one more layer, degrees, yeah. degrees of difference. Degrees, degrees of difference. Degrees exactly. Oh, so good, so good. So anybody watching, this has been a, a, a fun show and I loved like just thinking about insurance as a really big idea. Um, Nayasha, you're awesome. This was so fun. Anybody watching, if you want to, you know, if you're thinking, oh, I have an idea that I'd love to like chat about, want to be on our show, you can go to our website. It's not as good as Nayasha's, but it, <laughs> it's, it's about to go, it's about to go down show.com. And um, I love this conversation. And as always, until next time, it's about to go down.